Are you ready to take your child on a journey to discover their Indian roots? Yay! Introducing Chimes, the ultimate audio platform for young minds aged 3 to 15. At Chimes, we believe in the power of storytelling to connect children to their cultural heritage. From captivating folk tales to colorful festivals to mesmerizing history, Chimes brings the rich stories of Indian traditions to life. So connect your child to their Indian roots with us. Download the app today and start the journey. Search Chimes Kids Audio Stories and Podcasts app on Apple or Google Play Store. Chimes, audio that inspires. The Pirate Ship Kids Creek was near the Pirate River, where the Jolly Roger, craft of the pirates, lay low in the water. She was wrapped in the blanket of night. There was little sound of the sewing machine at which Smee sat. A few of the pirates were exercising. Some were sitting by barrels over games of dice and cards. And the exhausted four who had carried the little house lay on their stomachs on the deck. Hook walked on the deck triumphantly. Peter had been removed forever from his path and all the other boys were in his captivity. He paced the deck unsteadily. There was no elation in his gait. Hook was profoundly dejected. It was because he was so terribly alone. This inscrutable man never felt more alone than when surrounded by his men. They were socially inferior to him. Hook was not his true name. His identity was that he had been at a famous public school and its traditions still clung to him like garments. As he was saluted by his men, and after declaring his victory, he felt a little uneasy. It was as if Peter's terrible oath had boarded the ship. Hook felt a gloomy desire to make his dying speech, lest presently there should be no time for it. Are all the children chained so that they cannot fly away? Hook asked. I, I. Then hoist them up. The children were dragged from the hold, all except Wendy, and ranged in line in front of him out to his face. Now then, bullies, he said briskly. I have room for two cabin boys. Which of you is it to be? Don't irritate him unnecessarily. Wendy had instructed the boys, so Tootles stepped forward politely and explained, You see, sir, I don't think my mother would like me to be a pirate. Would your mother like you to be a pirate, Slightly? He winked at Slightly, who said mournfully, I don't think so. Would your mother like you to be a pirate, Twin? I don't think so, said the first Twin, as clever as the others. 
You boy, he said, addressing John. You look as if you had a little pluck in you. Didst never want to be a pirate, my hearty? Once again, I once thought of calling myself red-handed Jack, John replied. And a good name too. And a good name too. We'll call you that there, bully, if you join. What do you think, Michael? asked John. What could you call me if I join? Michael demanded. Blackbeard Joe! Michael was naturally impressed. Shall we still be respectful subjects of the king? John inquired. Hook answered in the negative. Perhaps John had not behaved very well so far, but he shone out now. Then I refuse, he cried. And I refuse, cried Michael. The infuriated pirates buffeted them in the mouth and Hook roared out. That seals your doom. Bring up their mother. The boys became white with fear, but they tried to look brave when Wendy was brought up. Wendy despised those pirates. So my beauty, said Hook, you are to see your children getting hurt. Wendy gave him a look of such frightful contempt that he nearly fainted. But Hook found his voice again. Tie her up, he shouted. It was me who tied her to the mast. It is sad to know that not a boy was looking at her as me tied her to the mast. The eyes of all were on the plank. That last little walk they were about to take, Hook smiled on them with his teeth closed and took a step toward Wendy. His intention was to turn her face so that she should see the boys walking the plank one by one. But he never reached her. He never heard the cry of anguish he hoped to wring from her. He heard something else instead. It was the terrible tick-tick of the crocodile. They all heard it. Pirates, boys, Wendy's. And immediately, every head was blown in one direction. Toward Hook, all knew that what was about to happen concerned him alone. And that, from being actors, they were suddenly spectators. Very frightful was it to see the change that came over him. It was as if he had been clipped at every joint. He fell in a little heap. The sound came steadily nearer and in advance of it came his ghastly thought. The crocodile is about to board the ship. Hook crawled to the knees along the deck as far from the sound as he could go. The pirates respectfully cleared a passage for him and it was only when he brought up against the bulwarks that he spoke. Hide me! He cried hoarsely. They gathered around him, all eyes averted from the thing that was coming aboard. They had no thought of fighting it. It was fate. Only when Hook was hidden from them, did they rush to the ship's side to see the crocodile climbing it. But they got the strangest surprise of the night of nights. For it was no crocodile that was coming to their aid. 
It was Peter. He signed to them not to vent any cry of admiration that might rouse suspicion. And he went on ticking.